Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we are talking about Scream, the latest in the long-running Scream franchise. It is both a sequel as well as a requel, which are basically the same thing. But, you know, we'll get into it some more in the conversation about what exactly these things mean uh, and also what works and what doesn't work and uh, where we have gotten to within this crazy long-running Scream franchise. Joining me to talk about this movie is Gory Corey, and we have a great time talking about horror movies, about requels, about just everything about this movie, as well as a little fan theory that I... I about where this series could go from here. So that all is coming up here in a moment. Before we get to it, though, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you're listening right now, you can most likely hit a subscribe button, and if you do that, you'll find out about all the great new episodes we got coming your way. Lots of movies to cover, so uh, definitely hit subscribe. And if you like what we do here on the show and review us you know five stars would be nice and you could throw a little comment about what you think about the show and the puzzle pieces and everything we do here you know just uh, throw a little comment on there i appreciate it uh you could also follow us on social media at piecing pod join our facebook group popcorn and puzzle pieces and if you're hearing this and scream is still in theaters then most likely you're hearing it over on the produced by david rosen patreon and i want to thank you for being a subscriber over there if you're listening to it and Scream is out now on Paramount Plus, which is February 28th, then uh, I also want to thank you just for listening to the show. But do know, for future reference, we do have the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, and we post advanced episodes over there, as well as bonus content. Also, bonus content from Awesome Movie Year, another movie podcast I produce, and bonus content from my music career. So, lots of great stuff over there on the Patreon, or over here, if that's where you're listening to it right now. Uh, These things get more and more complicated very meta as uh the screen movie is very meta here in these intros when i bring up the patreon and various advanced dates and things like that it gets a little bit confusing but anyway it's the produced by david rosen patreon patreon.com slash by david rosen check it out if you want some more bonus content and advanced content so with that said let's talk about scream All right, so we are about to get very, very meta and talk about Scream. Gory Corey is with me. Corey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? 
I'm great. I'm uh, I'm excited to talk about this one. It should be a fun one. I, I do appreciate a good meta movie. I, I really enjoyed Matrix Resurrections last month, and yeah. I've always been a fan of this kind of stuff. So uh, seeing, seeing the Scream series, which has always been kind of meta, seeing it really dig its heels in with this kind of direction is pretty fun. Um, so I think we'll have plenty to talk about here. But before we get to the movie, though, it's your first time on the show. Uh, why don't you tell people a little about you and what you do? Sure. Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm sure. Gory Corey. I'm a teen horror blogger. I run GoryCorey.com and I'm a teen correspondent from Fangoria. And I'm the co-host of the Scream Teens podcast where we talk about horror movies. Awesome. So I, I have to assume that you were looking forward to this movie quite a bit then. Oh my God. Yes. So much. Yeah. yeah I really couldn't wait. Scream is like my all time favorite movie and it's like is the it? movie that made me love horror and want to make movies. So I was so excited. Oh, that's fantastic. That that yeah. makes this all the better then. That, that's <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I, so one thing going into this movie is I, as much as I love the first movie, I, I saw the sequels all on their opening weekends and, you know, I'm a bit older than you. And, and so I, I was in the theater every time for those. And, uh, I haven't seen any of the sequels since I did just rewatch scream two, uh, the other day, but, um, I haven't seen the other one since then. So I, I don't really recall the ins and outs and the twists and turns and some of the callbacks and Easter eggs. I've certainly read up on them since. Uh, seeing this new Scream yeah. movie, but they weren't quite as fresh for me. But the thing with Scream is that we kind of keep going back to, the, to that original. Like it <laughs> keeps kind of coming back around, especially with everything with the stab movies within the Scream movies. And so everything kind of comes back to that first one. And that first one really is just so great. It's it's like a it's a perfect movie. It's so good. It and is. I think it's so timeless. So of course they would keep going back to it. So I think we'll get into puzzle pieces here in a second, but I do want to ask you a quick question here. With the direction they took with this, which um, we, we do get plenty into spoilers in these conversations. We always put the spoiler warning and expect everyone to have seen the movie. So we know that these killers uh, met basically in like a Reddit thread and were trying to create some content for new stab movies to be uh, based on in, in, in the future and in this entry. And that, like I said, very meta and everything and very much of the moment of what's happening in fandom at the moment. Do you think this is the direction that a new scream in 2021 belongs going in. Do you think that this is like the right choice here? I definitely do. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that kind of twist that they, that motive that they gave it. And I think it was mm. so perfect for, for this time, especially for like, because they seem to be directing it towards like a Gen Z audience. I thought that was really great and definitely sure. something we're seeing a lot of right now. It was like very, uh, very present. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and, and I, I do remember, like, in previous Scream movies, there's always some aspect of the world of horror and the horror community that is kind of being uh, commented on or skewered mm -hmm. or something. And so, you know, it, it can't just be just another Scream movie. There's got to be something that, yeah. yeah so Well, that's kind of the fun of them, I think. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. Yeah, it, it is it is a big part of the draw here. And uh, so, yeah, I, we'll get into a lot more of how all that worked and, and some of the ins and outs of all that along the way. But what do you have for your first puzzle piece here? I have uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I, I want to hear about this, how, how this connects. 
Well, I think that this is like, I don't know how much it connects if it's really that big of a puzzle piece, but there seem to be like a lot of callbacks to it, especially with um, Mikey Madison was in both and mm-hmm. she's obviously revealed to be the killer. And in yeah. in What's Upon a Time in Hollywood, she's killed like by being burned to death and she right, right. as well. And yeah. I also thought like the the stuff with the flamethrower that we saw in the trailer that ended up being in the stab movies that was definitely very close. To, and yeah, Glorious sure. Bastards was a fun time in Hollywood. It seemed like there were very clearly like a lot of references to Tarantino at least in in this. For sure, and, and Tarantino is very kind of scream adjacent in a way. Yeah. Like, well, he's a huge horror fan. Yeah, he's a big horror fan, and then just like the ultra violence, and then the the commentary on Hollywood within yeah. the movies and all that. So I, I could definitely see that a lot of Tarantino <laughs> influence there. And I think that's a, that's a great one here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the most obvious thing in the world. And I, I sometimes try not to do this, but it, it kind of has to be. Uh, and, and that's scream the, the oh, first yeah, scream. <laughs> you yeah. you kind of have to this being, <laughs> I, I, I think I mentioned already, but the word requel is, is, you know, really kind of the jumping off point for this movie being a, a sequel and a reboot at the same time, which is very big in movies nowadays. And this movie takes everything about that first screen movie and just continues it while also adding on new characters and new story elements to, to continue, but mainly to kind of also show us what, what happened to all these original characters. And that is kind of the big thing right now We're you know, it may run through some of our other pieces, but it certainly is running through a lot of things within the world of horror right now with a lot of series being recalled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, what do you have for your next one? Uh, star Wars, the force awakens. Uh, sure. They actually bring this movie up a lot, but I think there were a lot of parallels, especially between Dewey and Han Solo. In this mm-hmm. one, like having him and and Gail be, you know, split up, which I think was very accurate towards their characters. And they obviously did that because that was what the actors were going through. But uh, it felt very close to like the Han Leia thing, but it felt more warranted, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. he definitely, you know, Dewey's death being like one of those huge deaths that really impacts all of us, I thought was very similar to the Han Solo one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I actually had that written down as well on my list that like, yeah. you know, you, you got to bring back all the old characters, introduce new characters, mm-hmm. kill off one of those old characters yeah. along the yeah. way. Like, yeah, it definitely follows that formula. It was like they went through the rules of it and then changed everything that was like that they didn't like about it to make it better, which I thought yeah. was, I thought they did a really good job. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's following the rules. And that's, that's what these movies are for sure. (laughs) I'll go to another one here and I'm I'm actually going to kind of combine two. So I I think they both just kind of go hand in hand uh, and that's happy death day and freaky. I was going to say freaky as well. Yeah. You had freaky on your list. Yeah. Two, two just really fun over the top, like fun horror slasher movies that really like lean into the fun angle of it. And also, I especially think Happy Death Day kind of when it came out just kind of came out of nowhere. We were in a moment of everything was either, and I know we don't want to say elevated horror here, but either elevated horror or sure psychological horror or or like 
the conjuring type movies yeah. you know what one or the other is what we were getting and then that just kind of came out of nowhere like oh yeah slashers those are a thing too and we should we should do those again those are fun <laughs> totally. and uh so I, th- I think it reawoken that and it, it's funny when this movie was first announced i could have swore that's who was supposed to direct it and then we ended up getting these other directors who did ready or not and yeah. uh, the vhs movies but well, michael landon um, scream would be so interesting i want that he's oh, so yeah. talented that would be really good. Well, I, I, I could see, you know, this movie is doing quite well. I'm sure even if it's not There's a probably gonna continuation, be a we'll get yeah. a sequel of some sort. Yeah. And yeah. I could totally see that being, uh, being who they go with. Like it would just fit so well in this, yeah. this world. I would love to see him especially work together with the radio silent guys. Cause I don't know. I feel like their ideas would mesh really well together. Oh, I think so, too. Absolutely. So what do you got for your next one? Uh, I have Knives Out, which is, again, another one that they mentioned in the film. But I thought the way that they did the killer reveal and were able to, you know, make it kind of like we thought everyone was a suspect is very close to how Mm -hmm. Knives Out was able to do that. Obviously, Scream, the original, does that, too, really well. But I really liked that. And I think they did a really good job of that. It really reminded me of Knives Out, especially like the way they set up the clues. Sure. Yeah, I, I do think that um, this movie definitely leaned into its whodunit like levels yeah. of, of of filmmaking, like where everybody can potentially be a suspect. It even went back to the marketing. They've really they really leaned into that a lot with every single poster, you know, having a scream mask, you know, all the characters with scream masks, so you could kind of imagine them all as possibly being the killer. And yeah. so yeah, I mean, they really tried to throw us off at every every turn as far as that's concerned. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I definitely think there's a lot of whodunit in this and. Maybe more so than in the previous ones. I mean, it, you're always kind of guessing who it could possibly be. But here, that's kind of the central yeah. drive, I think. And this time, we really, like, with the first one, we didn't really have as many clues as to, like, oh, it's definitely someone in the group. Whereas when Dewey was laying out the rules, we pretty much knew all of the suspects and who they were. And it kind sure. of in the same way that we did with Knives Out. And so I really liked that. Absolutely. So I will go with Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um, speaking of meta you kind of got to go to that and you know the funny thing of course we're we're talking a a bunch here about how the scream series has always been meta and Wes Craven himself was meta before meta so here we're kind of like triple dipping into the the whole meta thing like just continuing to turn in on itself over and over again but a new nightmare when uh you know Freddy Krueger turns out to be you know the real killer within the world of a new Nightmare on Elm Street movie uh and then here we We've got the stab movies with the world of Scream being wrapped around that and then the world of a a reboot basically being wrapped around that. I mean, we just get into those levels upon levels yeah. and it really just it makes the whole thing a nice little puzzle. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't seen New Nightmare in a while. I, I've been wanting to uh, revisit it. It's I, I remember it being I really want to like do a full Nightmare on Elm Street marathon soon. I'm kind of thinking about it for this year. I, I did uh, I did Alien this month, um, oh, and awesome. I did Friday the Thirteenth last year. Mm-hmm. So I always do like one or two uh, full series rewatches, and I, I think this might be the year of a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Absolutely, I think we're probably <laughs> going to also be seeing a remake of that fairly soon too. Jason Blum said he wants it, so yeah, I, I can totally uh, see now being the time for that, yeah. especially with the success of Scream. Oh yeah, for sure. So uh, what do you got for your next piece? Uh, I have Jennifer's Body. 
I thought cool. this was very similar in its meta tone and it's like comedy and really poking apart uh, at like tropes of horror that we're so used to, especially like specifically calling them out. I think Jennifer's body does such a good job of that with like Jennifer, you know, being like kind of the sacrifice, but not being a virgin. So she ends up killing mm-hmm. everyone. Like that was just such a fun little twist. And I think Scream did very similar things where it was like, is it the boyfriend? Is it not the boyfriend? All that kind of stuff. But I I thought they both share like that meta, very self-aware tone. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I actually didn't see Jennifer's Body until last year. I just mm-hmm. finally got around to it. And yeah, it, it's really fun. And yeah. it, I don't know, there's something about horror and self-aware horror that just, just really so much just funnier. works. And it just... Yeah. Because it doesn't take itself so seriously, and you can kind of appreciate that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, great, great pick there. I like that. Um, I, I'll go for another one. Uh, this is more just to a very specific part of the movie. Uh, when we basically get to the end, and Ghost Billy Loomis is helping Sam uh, get out of the the final situation, there, I thought of the Frighteners, the Peter Jackson Ooh, film, the Frighteners, yeah. where we get this kill, this serial killer ghost that uh, basically has to, you know, communicate with with Michael J. Fox, and and he's got to he's got to communicate with the dead people to you know, figure out the, the yeah. situations he's in. And uh, that's such a fun movie. And I, I don't, I, I think it's weird to introduce um, actual supernatural stuff into this well, movie, yeah. but at the same time, it kind of works. Well, I don't think he, I don't think he was a ghost necessarily. I think it was, it was like her, her hallucinating him. Her own like mental. Was, uh, yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was a kind of a cool way of, of bringing him back. Cause they obviously didn't want to like resurrect him, but they still wanted mm-hmm. to do something, which I thought they did a pretty good job at. I thought that was really fun, it, especially cause like that kind of trauma can be passed down generationally. So it would make sense that she would have, you know, some kind of PTSD. Sure. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if they do like if actually they bring it continue back. the story. Yeah. 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 Will that continue on? I like, really that wonder. Is, that's a can of worms to uh to go down uh, yeah. to go down that path. <laughs> I'm really I'm really interested in it though cuz I I wonder if they would really expand on her struggles with mental illness. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, and I mean, it, but then it's kind of a double-edged sword though because then do we get into elevated horror territory? I mean, <laughs> There's no seems such to be... thing, number 1. And number <laughs> okay, 2, I'm I sorry. think it would make a lot of a lot of those fans kind of angry if we combine uh-huh. the psychological slasher. I think that would honestly be really fun. Yeah. It, well, as as long as we're making uh, fans angry, that that's always fun. So. <laughs> yeah. So, uh what what do you got next? Um this isn't a movie, it's a TV show, but I'm going to bring mm-hmm. up the Scream TV series just because okay. uh, a lot of the marketing and sort of the characters really reminded me of of this. I think Mindy was definitely like a mixture of the two characters Noah and Audrey from the TV show. Uh if you've mm-hmm. seen it, they're like my favorite characters ever, so Mindy I was so excited, but um, nice the way that they were able, the way that like all the promotional posters, like you were saying, had all the masks, the Scream MTV series did that too. And I think okay. the way that they were able to transfer it to a much more modern world with texting and all that kind of stuff was very similar to the TV series. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually have not watched the series. Um, I, I don't get around to a lot of TV. I watch mm-hmm. way too many movies in yeah, the, you know, with my that. free time. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, I've heard good things about it, though. I heard that people that like the it's series. It's one of my, it was actually the first, like, Scream 
thing I ever watched. Okay. I watched it before I watched the movie. So it's, I love that. I love that show so much. It's really good. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I will go. So as long as we're uh, caving back in on ourselves here in all kinds of new and fun meta ways, I will also bring up Scary Movie as a puzzle yes, piece here. Absolutely. <laughs> because, I think definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you can have this whole stab series within the movie, and be constantly commenting on scenes from Stab, which are in themselves scenes from Scream, then we're we're basically in parody territory yeah. here. And I and I think that that's a difficult thing to balance, but I do think they do it well without it becoming, you know, spoofy, corny spoof, where instead it's just this is a thing that you know, but these people know it in their own kind of a little bit different way. And so I think they do a great job of kind of almost parodying themselves in a way. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, I, I haven't seen uh, the sequels in a while, which are, <laughs> from what I remember, very bad. But that first scary movie is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's hilarious. Yeah. So uh, what do you have for your next one? I really thought it was similar to the movie Villains. If you ever saw that one with um i i have not i wanted to see that it looked good it's just that one again is another one where it's like so funny and the way that it's able to balance its horror and comedy is really impressive and it's just like wild and i think also i would probably say tragedy girls because tragedy girls kind of made that commentary on like the issues with like social media and trying to become famous and toxic fan culture and Mm. it it was it did a, such a good job of that and such a good job of like incorporating like new technology and cell phones into the mix. So I think that yeah. was a great one. Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Tragedy Girls. That one I I, I don't oh, even really is, know much about. It is so underrated. It's so good. I think it's on Hulu, okay. I wanna say. And um Okay. It's it's so much fun. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. That sounds yeah, great. I'd I, really recommend you, you it. Know, you know what movie I loved? Uh, documentary uh, Feels Good Man. Oh, I don't um, think I've was, seen that. Oh, it's so good. And I mean, just talking about like just the toxicity of online culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just gets so into all of that. And, yeah. you know, certainly not uh, something specific to the Scream conversation, but just to that online fandom and all that kind of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. definitely uh, kind of ties in a little bit there. Totally. But, yeah. Um, great movie. I will go with, I got two more here. I, I'm going to go with Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the most Absolutely. recent one. So we, Jay and Silent Bob, of course, ended up in a screen movie at one point. I mean, really, when it comes to talking about, like, popular movies within movies, I mean, the Scream movies and the Jay and Silent Bob movies are kind of where, you know, at least this particular era of movie making got it from like yeah. that. That's, that's kind of it. Like the, that's, that's the biggest when it comes to that kind of commentary. So when they came back around just a couple of years ago with the reboot movie and just making fun of its own self and redoing some of the, the moments from the old movie, but commenting on them in the process, it, it just, it, it becomes this whole requel thing that we've been talking about. And it, it, it kind of makes for like a fun way to poke fun at yourself while also continuing a story forward. Yeah. They're, 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 it, I, I am 
looking forward to uh, seeing what exactly Kevin Smith does next with uh, you know the new Clerks movie. But he's just so I, I smart. Haven't, I can't wait. He, he's very smart. I, I just haven't liked the last couple of movies that mm-hmm. much. But I, I I'm always rooting for him though. Yeah. So uh, what do you have next? Uh, that was it for my list. Okay. Cool. Well, uh, I will I will do a, a last piece then here and. I mean, we kind of danced around it a little bit here, but the Halloween reboot, I think uh, yep. also it needs to be in there. And I'll actually just use this as a jumping off point. Um, I, I mentioned to you on Twitter uh, that I had a, a little fan theory to to bring up. So I'll just throw this in here right now because it kind of ties into this Halloween reboot um, for where we go from here in the Scream series. And my thought is we're, we're back in Woodsboro. More people are dying all of a sudden, there are people that are back who aren't dead anymore, and we find out that we are ignoring some of the sequels and some of the characters that mm. died in sequels, much like the Halloween reboot did and much like a lot of other horror movies recently have done where they they continue the story, but they pick and choose which sequels to just yeah. kind of leave out of, of the continuum. <laughs> I think that would be a fun uh, direction for I this. I think series. it would be so funny, and it would be such a... It would be like such a great commentary on that, and it would be, it certainly be interesting. I wonder who that would make it so much fun because they'd be able to bring back Stu and they'd be able sure. to bring back Tatum and all that. Yeah, anyone. Really interesting. Yeah, it's it's uh, it would open up uh, a lot of possibilities. That's for sure. It would be cool if they did almost like a what if series where we just got different sure. like episodes where they brought back new people. Yeah, and you had to see yeah. like how Sydney dealt with it. Then I'd have to watch the TV show because I'm sure they'd somehow pull that in as well. Mm-hmm. And everyone would go, oh, and I would have no idea what's happening. But <laughs> I got to watch the show first. I, so. It's it's a lot of fun. The show is. Yeah, it, it has some of the best kills, I think, in the franchise. Nice. Yeah. Well, actually, that's something I should mention. There's some good kills in this movie. That's mm-hmm. uh, one really solid point. I will definitely give this one. Yeah. Um, but all right, I'm going to go ahead and do the finished puzzle, then we'll get into some closing thoughts here. Uh, we talked about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Scream, of course, Star Wars The Force Awakens, Happy Death Day, Freaky, Knives Out, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Jennifer's Body, The Frighteners, The Scream TV Series, Scary Movie, Villains, Tragedy Girls, and The Halloween Reboot. Oh, and Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Left that off. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, a, a lot of meta here. Uh, that is kind of the story with this movie, I think. But um, are there any things that you wanted to bring up that we didn't quite get to here? Um, I don't think so. I just, I really liked how it comments, like it directly commented on the requel and how different it is kind of from like a reboot. But mm. that was really interesting. Yeah. And and yeah, like like I said, like with that first scream, I mean we really laid out what the rules are for horror movies and maybe for people who don't, who went in not knowing all that stuff. It's like, it's almost like a a crash course, you know? And so it's cool that they're able to like explain to a whole new generation, this whole new concept that has become so ingrained in horror movies and really all kinds of genre movies. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think that does it for Scream. Uh, Corey, is there another movie you watched recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Ooh. Oh, God, that's hard. Um, <laughs> it is the hardest question on the show, always. Well, this is kind of a popular one, but I would definitely say The Night House. I just watched that on the plane, and it was so scary. It was terrifying. Yeah. Um, 
I loved that. I, I love Rebecca Hall. I have not seen it yet, and it is on my watch it's list. So so good. I could, okay. I really I just can't get over it. Like I'm still thinking about it. Awesome. Yeah, that that's that's a good recommendation because yeah. I I am way overdue for that one. So I am going to watch it soon for sure. And then I would also say Nightmare Alley. I really had fun with that one. That was uh, the new yeah. Kate Blanchett movie. It's so good. Yeah, solid. I I actually I love the score on that movie. It was um, amazing. We, great score. Yeah, yeah it, it made my uh, my top ten. We, we've got an episode coming out on the top ten scores of twenty twenty one. It made my list for that. Aww. So. Yeah, great, great music in that movie. But yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Solid movie. Um, but awesome, Corey. Thank you so much for doing the show. Yeah, uh, why don't you, you tell people again where they can find you and your work? Uh, you can find my blog at gorycorey.com. You can find me on Twitter at gorycoreyhorror. And you can find me on Instagram at underscore gorycorey underscore. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank and you. I'd love to maybe get you back sometime. Yeah, that'd be great. Welcome to the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. What up, what up? Each week, we'll explore the classics of the horror and sci-fi genre with a little comedic twist. We will ask those important questions like, why don't they get out of a haunted house the first time they see the ghost or the demon? Why do people feel like, hey, there's been a spooky disappearance, but I'm going to investigate myself, even though I have no investigative background? Or, why didn't I realize I was dead the whole time? These important questions and many others we will get to the bottom of. So check us out each week at the podcast that wouldn't die. Be there or be square. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about Scream. Thanks to Gory Corey for joining me on that one. I feel like I was a little uh, easy on Scream. Uh, I, I didn't love the movie, but I... Had fun talking about it, you know, just getting into all that meta-ness. I, I, like I said, I appreciate a good meta movie and like getting into movies about movies. That, that's always fun. And even if I didn't think everything worked, uh, there, there's there's so much to talk about when you're talking about movies that talk about movies that talk about movies. That, that's just always a fun thing. So, yeah. As always, uh, I got to remind you, uh, speaking about meta, I'm going to talk about piecing it together a little bit now and piecing it together. You should subscribe to Piecing It Together if you enjoy what we do here on the show. You can rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Podchaser or Good Pods. Those are the places you can rate and review us. Five stars would be nice. But you could subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we really appreciate if you do that. Also, just share the show with your friends. That's just, like, the best. And uh, follow us on social media at piecing pod also don't forget about our facebook group popcorn and puzzle pieces where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show and uh, last but not least there is the produced by david rosen patreon that i mentioned at the top of the show uh when i hit stop on this i'm going to hit export and then i'm going to upload it directly to that patreon even though it's not going to hit the main feed until this movie hits paramount plus on february 28th so uh at the time of recording this is january 26th so some people are going to get to hear this a month in advance so those people uh they're awesome and you could be one of those people if you go to patreon.com slash by david rosen and sign up for the patreon we're going to be putting a lot more content on there over the year uh as well as a lot of stuff from my music career uh which i am currently 
working on not one, not two, but three new albums to release over the next year or two, and there will be bonus tracks from those albums, as well as uh, a couple of things that are already finished that I'm just kind of timing you know, the release strategy out, but the stuff that's going to be exclusive, exclusive, not released anywhere else, just on the Patreon. So lots of cool stuff hitting there soon. Uh, check it out, patreon.com slash by David Rosen. But most of all, just keep listening to the show. I'm just so happy you guys are out there. And uh, if you ever want to join me for an episode, I love getting new guests here on the show. And we've got plenty of movies to cover in the coming year. So get in touch either on Twitter. I'm there all the damn time way too much uh but you get get in touch on twitter or on that popcorn and puzzle pieces group or the contact form on our website piecingpod.com so definitely get in touch and speaking of my music let's close it out with a piece of it and i've played this on the show plenty of times before but when you when you're talking about a good slasher movie like this you gotta go with a big heavy slasher type track and this is a song called Cut Open from my second album, An Unseen Sky. Still one of my favorite tracks I've made. It's just a really cool piece and definitely fits for any kind of a slasher type thing. So hope you enjoy this track, Cut Open. The album is available on Spotify, Apple Music, all those places. You can go check out the rest of the album if you like it. And uh, we'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.